Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Energetics and Alchemy. If you're joining me again, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming back to listen to another episode. If this is the first episode you're listening to, then welcome. So my name is Kira for those that don't know me and this podcast is basically where we talk all things energetics, manifestation, spirituality, mindset, transformation, basically just everything you need to be living your best dream life. (laughs) So I've just finished work for the day, so I figured I'd just jump on and record before I kind of cozy up for the rest of the evening. It is kind of, um, it's like early afternoon, what is it, 3.30 at the moment, so... There's some kids outside my window playing fairly loudly. (laughs) So I just want to preface this episode by saying that if you hear any like squealing or the sound of kids playing, that's what that is. I do have the window closed, but um, they can be a little bit noisy at times, but it's all good. (laughs) So I feel like I haven't recorded in a while. Um, I've had a busy couple of weeks. It was my beautiful best friend Shelby's birthday, best friend and housemate. We live together as well. (laughs) Um, So it was her birthday the other week. So I feel like, um, yeah, like a good week and a half or so was kind of spent celebrating her birthday. So um, prepping for her party and then obviously having the party (laughs) and then her actual birthday and just getting gifts ready and all of that kind of stuff. So It's been pretty busy around here, and I've been a little bit out of routine, but I feel like things are starting to um, chill out a bit again, so I'm excited to get back into my usual routine. It's also getting a lot cooler here now, so we had literally like a six degree morning the other day, Um, so yeah, winter weather is setting in, which it's a little bit early for that, realistically, I think. We're only in May at the moment, so I feel like it's not actually winter yet. But um, yeah, we've definitely had some chilly days and the cooler weather has me super in like the cruisy kind of vibe. <laughs> so I've been really enjoying that. I made pumpkin soup the other night with Shelby's help. So she makes the best pumpkin soup ever and she taught me how to make it the other night, which was really amazing. And I've been having that for dinner pretty much all week, which just really fits the cozy, cooler weather vibes. So yeah, that's been great. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to jump on and record. I'm going to record and then probably clean the house. It's Thursday at the moment, so I like to kind of clean the house. I have a Thursday or Friday afternoon. Sorry, that was my wonder boom turning off. Um... Yeah, I like to clean the house like Thursday or Friday afternoon so that going into the weekend, it's really nice and fresh. Um, So yeah, I think I'm going to record and then clean and then get cozy for the night and just kind of chill out. Sam will be home from work fairly soon, I believe. So yeah, that's kind of the agenda for today. I think I mentioned in the last episode I recorded as well that I had started playing Disney Dreamlight Valley on the Switch. So I'm still very much so playing that. It has stuck. I've been able to, um, yeah, like get into it because I'm not really a gamer person. So it's taken me a little bit to actually kind of get invested in the game, but I'm there now. I'm pretty obsessed with it. (laughs) So I just paused the recording for a second. Sorry, a little tangent, Um, but it paused right on 111 and I just feel like I've been seeing 111 all day today. I feel like I've seen it literally like 10 times, like just between the time um 
like songs that were playing on my phone. Like at one point it was the 11th song out of like 111 songs. Like 111 has just been absolutely everywhere for me today, but I will take it. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing Dreamlight Ballet and a like new thing I've kind of incorporated into my routine is just making time to play that in the evenings just because it's kind of like a um a wind down like fun just like pleasurable thing for me to do so I think I mentioned as well in the last episode that one of the things I personally struggle with is feeling like I need to be productive all of the time like if I'm not doing something productive I feel like I'm just wasting time so I wanted to incorporate something into my routine that's very much so just for fun. Like it's just really feeding like that playful inner child kind of part of me. And Dreamlight Valley has been absolutely perfect for that. I'm loving playing it and it's a really nice little thing to do at the end of the night. I'm actually loving playing it a little bit too much because I feel like I've been sneaky playing it like in the afternoons and stuff as well. So I'm trying to um find a balance between not playing it too much like I don't want to just be like playing it constantly but I also want to make sure I'm making time for it each night so I've been trying to um kind of do stuff until around dinner time and then have dinner get comfortable kind of wind down for the night and play Dreamlight Valley for a little bit then. The only other little update I have really is that me and my partner Sam went out and did some photos for the podcast and the website and whatnot the other weekend which was really really fun. I went and bought some really beautiful fresh cut roses from the flower market and we went out and did some kind of um more branded like professional photos because I wanted some for the website and whatnot so that was really enjoyable and I feel like um doing stuff like that just kind of makes the podcast and stuff seem a bit more like real I guess to me. <laughs> it makes me feel very like professional I guess which I love. <laughs> um, so yeah, we went out and did those photos. So I will probably add a couple to the website. They'll likely be up by the time this comes out. I'm going to try and edit them tonight as well, like this afternoon. But yeah, that's about all I have to update you guys on. So with that, we can probably just dive straight into what we're actually talking about today, <laughs> which um, you've probably already seen in the title of the episode is stepping into the energy of receivership and worthiness around receiving. So before we get into it, I just want to talk a little bit about what it actually means to kind of be open to receiving, to be open to receivership. So when we talk about being open to receiving, we're essentially talking about being in the energy where we're not resisting things that are coming to us. So where we're not holding resistance around things being given to us, whether it's by the universe or by the people in our lives, it's kind of like the energy of just allowing things to come to you and not resisting or sabotaging them or rejecting them when they do. So, so it's a very flowy energy. It really ties into the energy of like surrender, gratitude, and again, just allowing things to come to us and not blocking them essentially. And the reason why it's important to be in this energy is because in order to attract really beautiful things into your life, you need to be able to actually receive them. So when we're manifesting things, we're essentially calling things to us. And if you're subconsciously blocking them for whatever reason, they're not going to be able to drop in for you. And when it comes to manifestation, this is literally like essential, like it's what we're 
doing with manifestation. Because when we're manifesting specific things and trying to call things into our lives, they can't come to us if we're actually resisting them, whether we realize we're resisting them or not. If we are, they're not going to be able to come to us. Um, And so, yeah, this may be on like a conscious or subconscious or unconscious level. Like sometimes we'll be resisting on a much more conscious level because of fear or shame or guilt. But sometimes we won't even realize that resistance is happening until we really sit back and reflect and kind of identify it. So sometimes it might be more subtle because it might be stemming from like a deeper issue such as our self-esteem or our self-image or trauma. Um, So yeah, it's not always a conscious thing. And so when we talk about receiving, we're talking about receiving pretty much anything. So we could be talking about something as small as like somebody offering to pay for your coffee for you to much bigger things like major opportunities or major manifestations jobs, houses, relationships, like major sums of money. And while some of these things obviously might have a much bigger impact than others, when it comes to receiving with gratitude, it's important to remember that even the smallest of gifts from the universe need to be treated like respectfully and with gratitude. So if we can't be grateful for the smallest of things in our everyday lives, like someone offering to buy us a coffee, how are we going to be attracting the bigger things that we desire? Remember that the universe rewards gratitude, so we don't want to be taking the small things for granted. When we're grateful for the things we have, we're in the vibration of gratitude and you'll start to find that the more grateful you are for what you have and what comes to you, the more you will have to be grateful for. So a very literal example of somebody who is very open to receivership versus someone who has a lot of resistance in this area and maybe isn't so open would be in a situation like you've gone on a date or you're out for dinner with your partner and your partner or your date offers to pay for your dinner. And he's a really lovely guy, so he really genuinely wants to pay. And, of course, the polite thing to do is to at least kind of offer to split the bill, but he insists that he'd really love to treat you to dinner. Now, somebody who is open to receivership would just graciously kind of accept this offer. So they would allow for their date to treat them to dinner. They wouldn't resist. They wouldn't like argue or be like, no, 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 absolutely not. Like, let me pay. They would just allow for this to happen. They'd express gratitude. They'd let them know that they're really grateful that they're treating them to dinner. And they would allow themselves to receive this nice gesture. They're not going to be resisting or disputing it. On the other hand, somebody who is kind of closed off to receivership would insist on paying for the dinner. They wouldn't take no for an answer and they'd basically just push what's being given to them away. Whether it's because of like pride or guilt or whatever, they just would not be able to accept this offer for what it is, which is just a genuinely nice gesture from somebody and an opportunity for them to receive. So that's a pretty like black and white example of someone who's open to receivership and someone that is kind of struggling in that area and isn't really open to it. And so this could be applied to um, a lot of situations. So something like going out for lunch with a friend and maybe a friend offers to pay. Maybe they haven't seen you for ages and they're like, oh, like, I've got lunch today. Like, I'd love to get lunch for you. Um, Being offered a gift of some variety, anything really. So any situation where something is being given to you by anyone. It's the difference between accepting graciously versus resisting and rejecting. 
And I keep saying graciously and kind of emphasizing that because gratitude is a massive part of this. So it's not just about receiving and allowing things to come to you and being like, yep, sweet. It's also about being grateful for the things and being in that energy of just gratitude and appreciation. So a less literal example of something being given to you could be something like if you're searching for a new job and opportunities are kind of popping up for you, but you're maybe resisting them. So you might be coming up with reasons why you shouldn't take the job. And the job might realistically be an amazing opportunity. And even though the universe is literally trying to like drop it into your lap, if you're not open to receiving, you're going to be blocking this. And again, this may come from like self-worth, self-esteem kind of issues, or it might be that you feel guilt or shame, like maybe you're feeling guilty about taking such an amazing opportunity because you'd be leaving your current job and they need you right now and you'd be leaving them short-staffed. Whatever the reason is, you are blocking yourself from receiving the thing that you know you truly desire and that you deserve. Another common one I feel like I've seen pop up is people charging for their products and services as business owners or like entrepreneurs. So imagine that you're starting a business and you do a job for a friend and they offer to pay you for it, but you're insistent that they don't need to. You're maybe just starting out and you're kind of happy to do it for free, but they're like, no, you've done amazing work and I really, really would love to compensate you for it. Like you deserve it. You've earned it. But you're maybe still like, no, honestly, this isn't my best work. Please, I cannot accept the money. This is another example of not being able to receive as opposed to someone that's just like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate that you want to compensate me for this. I'm really grateful that you appreciate my work. And it means a lot to me that you would offer to compensate me for this. And even if it's not someone doing work like for a friend or something like that, like it could just be a client or customer, have you ever spoken to somebody who is wanting to launch some kind of product or service, but they're hesitant because they don't think that they're worthy of people paying them to do whatever it is that they do? So they're feeling like guilty for wanting to charge people. Like that's another example of them not being able to receive something that they are deserving of and are realistically desiring. Like, of course, everyone wants to be paid for doing the things that they love doing. Like, if you're starting a business, your intention is to be able to make money off that business. So while on surface level, you might be kind of like, oh, like, no, like, I don't feel like I'm good enough to actually be charging for doing this. Like, I feel bad charging people for my services. Realistically, like, that's you need to be in that energy of receiving to be able to be successful in that endeavor. So if you're blocking people from paying you for what you do, then you're not going to be able to like grow and sustain that business. If you're actively trying to manifest like success and money within your business, but you're also kind of subconsciously blocking your clients and customers from paying you, and that might not be like a literal, like you're stopping them from paying you like, do not pay me. <laughs> but it might be more of a just, um, yeah, like feeling that guilt or shame around taking money. That's not then being in the energy of the version of you that is kind of making, making money off the business and being successful in the business. The version of you that's seeing that success is the version of you that is really confident in your work and is, um, you know, backs yourself 100% and is comfortable with receiving because you know that you're offering something of value. 
So we can't kind of contradict what we're trying to manifest by feeling like guilt or shame or resistance around actually receiving that thing. Does that make sense? So these are just a few examples of situations in which we might be blocking ourselves from receiving. So I'm certain that every single one of us have been in some kind of similar situation, if not many, many situations where we have had the opportunity to receive something really lovely and for whatever reason we have struggled to just allow ourselves to receive it. And so often we will kind of accept receiving things but we'll also tack on comments about how like the person shouldn't have or they didn't have to do that. Like how many times have you had somebody do something kind for you and you've told them that they shouldn't have instead of just being like, wow, I absolutely adore this. I adore that you did this for me. This is so kind of you and I'm so, so grateful. And not only have you said that, but you've also genuinely not felt like guilt or shame for receiving the thing. And so, as I said before, I feel like everyone has experienced this. Like I'm very much so guilty of this too at times. So it's something I have been trying to work on, but I honestly still fall into this resistance at times too. Um, Sometimes I still carry guilt for receiving things, especially when it comes to like my partner doing things for me or just like um, people giving me gifts or doing nice things for me. Like that resistance still comes up at times, but it is something I actively work on to just allow myself to receive things because I know that by having that resistance, I'm just blocking things from coming to me. So as we've discussed before, like our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. And if we're resisting receiving internally, then this will reflect into our lives. So would you feel comfortable giving somebody something if you had tried to do so in the past and they berated you or told you that you shouldn't have? Like you might still give them something again in the future, but it would make you kind of hesitate to do anything for this person again. Like, imagine you just got someone, like, a thoughtful gift. Like, it wasn't necessarily, like, a birthday present or anything like that. But you just saw something that reminded you of someone, you bought it for them, and you gave it to them. And it was a nice gesture. And then this person is just, like, visibly uncomfortable by it. Like, they're just, like, you should not have gotten me this. And you can tell that they're just uncomfortable and hesitant to take the gift like you can just tell that they're not wanting to take it that's basically the same energy as like the resistance you might have towards the universe when it's trying to give you things and if you're resisting and just kind of not receiving comfortably then the universe isn't going to be delivering things to you because it's going to be like well like you're not ready for this you don't actually want this Or you might not even be, like, seeing the opportunities where the universe is trying to give to you because you're just so, like, blocking out anything to do with you receiving things. (laughs) Like, if you have that resistance, you're not going to be kind of open to opportunities to receive. So you're not going to be open to receiving as well as opportunities that might come up that enable you to receive. Hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) And so you might also find that you can accept and receive in some areas of your life really easily, but it might be like in other areas you struggle with this more. So you might be really open to receivership in your relationship, for example, but then when it comes to like your career, that resistance really comes up for you. Or maybe you're really open to like receiving from your friends, like if they give you kind words or they offer to help you or they give you gifts like you're very open to that love and receiving it from your friends but when it comes to your relationship like maybe you really hesitate there for some reason 
maybe it's harder for you to receive from like a romantic partner. And so the energy of receiving is also very related to being in the energy of the feminine. So feminine energy is all about receiving and allowing and flowing and not pushing. While masculine energy, as we've discussed, is much more of a like pushing, forceful energy. It's like chasing versus attracting. And so for somebody who is really rooted in their masculine energy, they will likely find that they struggle more with allowing themselves to receive, especially if they're in this mindset that you have to hustle to have nice things. So that's a really common common mindset to be in when we're rooted in our masculine. It's that kind of hustle energy. So it's that idea that if we're not like pushing and working and hustling, then we don't deserve nice things. Whereas feminine energy is much more about like, just being open to receiving and having things flow to us. So ideas like um, accepting things for free is like a cop-out or you have to really earn things. These are very masculine constructs. And unfortunately, this masculine energy has been really pushed onto us as a society. So many of us operate pretty much solely from this place at the moment. And as we've discussed as well, like it's all about balance. So that's not to say that that energy is just completely bad and we shouldn't have any of that masculine kind of, um, you know, hustle within us. Like we do need that side of us, of course, to be taking inspired action and to be actually doing things. But we don't want to be operating solely from this place of like, I only get things if I work really, really hard for them. We don't want to be like facilitating a view that it's weak or wrong to receive, especially without having given something or worked really hard in return to have earned whatever we're receiving. And that's, of course, also not to say that you don't ever have to give back. Of course, giving is a really beautiful thing to do as well. But we don't necessarily need to tie our ability to receive to how much we have given or worked or earned. You're able to receive just for the sake of receiving. And if you're not allowing yourself to step into this kind of feminine energy of receiving, it can be really, really freaking like energetically draining. Like resistance can be so, so draining. Think of the difference between when you're in the energy of like really pushing for something. So you're hustling, you're driving something to happen, you're forcing things versus when you're able to just surrender and release and relax and allow things to flow to you instead. Like, even just saying the two, I feel like I can feel the difference really clearly in my body. Like, the first option just feels really tight and, like, stressful, while the second option feels nice. It feels good. It feels good and flobby. So, yes, the energy of receiving goes very much so hand-in-hand with being in our feminine and really embracing that feminine energy. And so, as I've kind of touched on, it's really important that when we're trying to manifest anything, really, that we're allowing ourselves to receive like that's kind of one of the keys to manifestation you can't give a gift to somebody who is literally refusing to take it you can't deliver mail to somebody who doesn't have like a house number in a mailbox (laughs) imagine that you're trying to like give a physical presence to somebody and they're like no I can't take this like no I really can't take this I've got nowhere to put it I really don't deserve this I don't want it I can't take it We don't want to be in that energy in regards to our manifestations. And when we're manifesting, it's all well and good to kind of say what you want and say that you do want the thing, but you actually need to be embodying that openness to receive. 
imagine again that you're trying to give a gift to somebody and they're like oh yeah like I really would love that gift like thank you so much I really appreciate you got that for me but they're just not physically taking it (laughs) like again it's one thing to kind of say that you want something but you need to actually embody like receiving it and taking it as well like you can't just say you want something but then not actually be willing to take it and so the reason that like with the examples I've used throughout this episode like little things like you know having your partner offer to pay for dinner for you The reason these little things count as well, because obviously they're not necessarily directly connected to what we might be manifesting. I mean, they might be, maybe you're manifesting a partner that does nice things for you like that. (laughs) But um, the reason these like kind of smaller opportunities for us to receive are important is because they kind of set the tone for our energy. So even though they're just kind of small gestures they are setting the stage for like our ability to receive. They're putting us in the right vibration to receive and they're sending a message to the universe that we're open and ready to receive. Like I mentioned earlier, if we can't even accept like small gestures, how can we expect to accept when the universe is trying to deliver us like bigger, dreamier things? Like if you don't feel worthy to receive even like a free coffee then how are you going to feel worthy to receive pay rises or your dream job or your dream partner like if you don't feel worthy when it comes to the smaller scale stuff you're not going to be feeling worthy for the bigger stuff if you're feeling resistance for the small scale stuff you're going to be feeling resistance for the bigger scale stuff and so on that note I just want to touch on some of the reasons we might be feeling resistance so There are two main reasons that we may be resisting receiving, and they relate mainly to worthiness and safety. So resistance may come up because we don't feel worthy of receiving, which I've kind of already touched on, but if you're not feeling worthy within yourself of receiving whatever the thing is, you're going to be finding ways to stop this thing from coming to you. So essentially self-sabotaging. And so the other thing with not feeling worthy is that you won't be able to believe that that thing can be yours. Like you won't be able to believe in the possibility that it can be yours. So again, using the dream job example, like if you don't believe you're worthy of having that dream job, then you're not going to believe that it's possible for you to have it. And as we've mentioned before, when it comes to manifestation, we need to be able to believe in things before we will be able to see them. So we need to have set the intention and truly believe that that thing will be ours and start becoming an energetic match for it before we will actually receive it. And so if you've set an intention or you're calling something into your life, but you have all of these underlying beliefs that you're not good enough for that thing to actually be yours, of course, it's not going to drop in for you. You may also be holding like uncertainty or fear around your ability to handle the thing when you have it. So again, dream job's a good example Um, So if it is like a new job or a business you're wanting to launch, that lack of worthiness may manifest as a kind of like imposter syndrome. So maybe you'll be feeling like you won't be able to actually handle it or you won't be good at it when the time comes for you to have that thing. So you might be kind of subconsciously resisting getting it in the first place because you just don't have that belief that you're deserving, that you're worthy and that you can have that thing. Our external reality is a reflection of our inner beliefs, and if you don't believe you can have the things that you desire, then your external reality is going to reflect this. So, for example, if you're trying to manifest a healthy, loving relationship, but deep down you don't believe that you're worthy of that, 
or you're carrying around any kind of belief that you're like unlovable or it's just not possible for you, you're not going to then be magnetizing what you're desiring into your life. You're not showing up as an energetic match for that thing, so you're not going to be magnetizing it to you. And again, it's the same with when somebody gives you a gift. If you tell them that they shouldn't have gotten you that gift, that's stemming from a place of feeling like you don't deserve the gift for whatever reason. So feeling like you're not worthy of them buying something for you. And even if we're just saying this kind of habitually even, like I feel like it's just kind of common for people to respond with like, oh, you shouldn't have, because we feel like that's what we almost have to say. That's then also breeding this idea that we're not deserving. So you might not even be saying it necessarily with the belief that you're genuinely not deserving of this thing. Like it might just be a habitual, like you feel like you have to say that. And if that is the case, then I encourage you instead, the next time somebody gives you something, um, that you just thank them graciously and try to stop yourself from doing the like you shouldn't have routine. Just accept the gesture, allow yourself to receive and thank them with love and gratitude for the kind gesture. You don't have to do the part where you kind of imply that you're not deserving or worthy of having received that thing. Like, that's not compulsory, (laughs) even though by society's standards, like, it might be something that we feel like we need to do. Like, we might feel like it's rude to accept a gift without doing that whole kind of like, oh, you shouldn't have a, like, oh my god, I don't deserve this kind of thing. Like, you don't have to do that. You can just accept graciously, with gratitude, with love, and... It's not going to be rude to do that. And it's setting the tone for your energy and for the universe that you do deserve nice things. Like, you know that you are worthy of having nice things come into your life and having your desires come into your life. Like, you know that you are worthy. So that's kind of like um, when it's rooted in, like, worthiness or self-esteem or, you know, deservingness. The main other reason for resistance coming up around receiving is that you may not feel like it's safe for you to receive the thing. And so generally when this is where it's coming from, it's due to past trauma or an experience that we've had at some point that has taught us that that thing isn't safe to receive or that it's just not safe for us to receive in general. So a really good example of this is money. If you've grown up in a family with parents that constantly kind of fought over money or money was just always like the center of arguments in your household you likely would have been picking up on this as a child and have an underlying subconscious belief that money equals like fighting um unhappiness like just disgruntled people and therefore it's not safe or desirable for you to be holding money so that might be in your subconscious But on a conscious surface level, you might kind of just be like, nah, like, I love money. Give me all of the money. I need money to live. Like, of course I want money. But that doesn't necessarily change that on a subconscious level, you're essentially repelling money, for lack of a better word, because you have this underlying fear of holding it. So even if on a conscious level, you're like, no, I want money. Like, trust me, I want money. If on a subconscious level, you don't actually feel safe holding it, that's still going to be bringing up resistance around you receiving it. You've learnt to equate money to like a negative experience, a negative emotion that you experienced as a child, and you now have that associated with money. So you'll struggle to receive and hold on to money. And that's another thing worth mentioning as well, that this can also mean that although you technically will receive the money, like you might get paid and receive the money, um, like you might have that 
element of like actually getting the money in your hold, but you might struggle to hold on to that money. So you may find that it just depletes really quickly or like you might be in a situation where you get paid and you feel like it's literally just like gone the second you get it. Um, so stuff like that can be reflective of like a resistance to receive as well, because even though you've gotten the money, it's kind of like you're getting rid of it as quickly as you can. Like you've received it, but if you don't feel safe holding large amounts of money on a subconscious level, then that money is just going to be disappearing as quickly as it came. Another example of lack of safety around receiving might be if you've been in a relationship where things were treated very transactionally. And maybe when you received things like gifts or money or any kind of, you know, nice gesture, this was then held over you or used to manipulate or control you. So this may be a reason why you're unable to now receive freely and openly because that past trauma is making you believe that that cycle will repeat. And that may come up in multiple aspects of your life. So you might find that... Um, If it did happen in like a romantic relationship, like say you had a partner who treated you like that. Now you're in a relationship with somebody who, you know, a new partner who really loves you and wants to give to you, but you struggle to allow them to do so because you have this imprint of what receiving has meant for you in the past. And it doesn't just need to be relationships in a romantic capacity either. Like it could be that you grew up in a home environment that was um, this kind of vibe where everything was transactional and things were held over you a lot. Like maybe you grew up around that environment. So now in your romantic relationships, you struggle to receive because again, you have that imprinted on you or not imprinted on you as a person, but you just have that, that trauma imprint within you where you feel like if you receive things, it's not actually safe for you to receive them because you're going to then owe somebody something or You might feel unsafe because you just don't want to give somebody the opportunity to have something that they can hold over you or manipulate you. And even though things may have changed and you might not be in a situation where you're with somebody who would do that to you now, you are still going through that cycle of feeling like it's unsafe for you to receive because that has happened to you in the past. So safety is definitely a really big one too. And that applies the same way worthiness does. Like if you're trying to manifest something, but you don't actually feel safe receiving things, that's going to then be facilitating resistance and blocking things from dropping in for you. Because even though on a surface level, you might be wanting something on a subconscious, like unconscious level, you are holding this fear around receiving So if you've been listening to this episode and it's resonating with you and you're really relating to this idea of struggling with receiving, I just want to talk quickly about the things that we can do to start really opening ourselves up to this energetically, um, opening ourselves up to receiving. So the main thing we can do to really open ourselves up to receiving is simply getting comfortable and learning to receive graciously. So instead of pushing things away or insisting that people shouldn't have bought you a gift or your date shouldn't have paid for your dinner or they don't have to do that or like really, no, no, it's fine, like I've got it. Instead of doing this, just try to practice receiving and thanking them for the gesture. Don't second guess your worthiness or your deservingness. Just start learning and getting comfortable with accepting things with gratitude and without questioning it. So you don't need to second guess whether you deserve good things. I'm here to tell you right now that you do. (laughs) And I can guarantee that every single person listening to this has good intentions and therefore deserves nice things. 
So you don't need to waste your time questioning whether you deserve these things. You do. We literally all deserve nice things. So don't question it. Don't set the tone that the people in your life don't need to do nice things for you. Um, don't set the tone that you're not open to receiving and don't set the tone that you're not worthy of receiving things. So if the people you know want to do nice things for you, just allow them to do so. Thank them and allow them to do so. And of course, um, I'm sure everyone listening to this also probably does nice things for the people they love as well. So what goes around always comes around. So if your partner wants to do something nice for you, allow them to do this. If the universe is trying to give you something nice, like allow it to do this. Start getting comfortable with the energy of receiving. And so second to this is gratitude. As I've mentioned already quite a few times through the episode, gratitude is massive when it comes to being in the energy for receiving. So being open to receiving. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Can't stress it enough. (laughs) You can never be too grateful. So when you receive a gift, express gratitude. When something wonderful happens for you, express gratitude to the universe When we receive, we don't need to be in this energy of like reluctance or guilt or shame. We only need to be grateful. So allow yourself to start releasing these negative emotions that come up when you're receiving and instead just focus on being grateful for whatever it is that you've received. Being in the energy of gratitude is so, so powerful and magnetic. So shift into this as often as you can. And just remember that there's a reason that you're receiving the thing. So whoever is giving you whatever it is that you're receiving, whether it's an actual person, like a friend or your partner, or whether it's just like the universe sending something really nice your way, there's a reason that you are receiving that thing and that it's being given to you. And that's because they think you're deserving of it. Your partner and your friends wouldn't be doing nice things for you if they didn't genuinely believe you deserve it. So don't fight this. Like you don't need to fight whether you're deserving or worthy. If you're receiving the thing, it's because you're deserving. And so when it comes to the worthiness and deservingness, we also want to be affirming these things for ourselves. So as we touched on, worthiness can play a major role in our ability to receive without reluctance. And if you're struggling with feelings of unworthiness or feeling like you're not deserving... Um, as we've touched on in previous episodes, this really comes down to reprogramming and rewriting our beliefs. So awareness is the first step. So becoming aware of these thoughts, aware of the unworthy emotions, um, identifying where these beliefs are coming from, so journaling on them, trying to really deep dive into where and why you're experiencing these emotions, so what has happened in your life to kind of cause you to feel this way, what beliefs are you carrying that are contributing to this and where did these beliefs come from? Just really bringing that awareness to why you're feeling those emotions and then affirming the opposite, basically. So challenging and reprogramming and rewriting those beliefs. And so this also applies to the feelings of like unsafety or shame or guilt when it comes to receiving as well. Um, So same thing for these. We want to reflect on where these are coming from, what's kind of causing that within us, because there's always a cause for that, really. Like, we're not born thinking that it's unsafe to receive or that we're not deserving. Like, that's something that we learn throughout our lives. So we want to become aware of where that's actually coming from and then try to reprogram our brains to not be believing that. 
And so another thing that we want to be identifying is where we are actually holding resistance or shame in terms of what area of our life it's showing up in. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you might find that these feelings are kind of showing up in most areas of your life. Like you might find that you just struggle to receive in general and that it applies to most areas of your life. Or you might find that um, you struggle more when it comes to like receiving money or you struggle more when it comes to receiving in your relationship. Like you want to kind of identify where you're actually holding that resistance in what areas of your life. Because these are the areas in which you actually want to work on being able to receive. So if you're absolutely fine with receiving um, in your relationship, like you don't have an issue with that, you don't feel any resistance when it comes to receiving from your partner, that's fantastic. Like you don't really necessarily need to work on that. Whereas if you're feeling a lot of resistance when it comes to receiving money, then you know that's an area that you want to look a little bit deeper into and start kind of getting comfortable with receiving there. And so when you do receive, you also want to be feeling into this energy and feeling into the safety of it. So feeling into the energy of receiving and feeling into essentially just how good it feels. So start teaching yourself that it's safe for you to receive. Start working on releasing the shame, the guilt, any negative emotions that come with it. And instead start practicing feeling into gratitude and love and joy and just safety the love, joy, gratitude and safety of receiving and start working on changing how you respond to receiving as well. So instead of resisting or accepting, but with comments like you shouldn't have, or honestly, I don't really deserve this. Like, I don't feel like I deserve this. Start accepting instead with gratitude. So you don't need to put yourself down when receiving. We really want to make a conscious shift into like thank you so much, like, thank you for this kind gesture, and you might not necessarily say this part out loud, but feeling into that feeling of, like, of course I deserve this, and I'm so, so grateful for it, Um, so we want to be feeling into that energy instead of the energy of, like, oh my god, like, I feel so bad, like, oh my god, like, this must have cost them a fortune, or, like, anything like that, really, like, we just don't want to be second-guessing our deservingness or our worthiness around receiving, and so the final thing I want to touch on is opening ourselves up to the many ways in which we might be receiving or that we can receive. So the many ways in which abundance can flow to us. So while I've been using a lot of examples that are kind of like literally receiving a gift or something from a friend because they're kind of the easiest to, I guess, picture and use as like a very um, literal example, we can also receive in like more obscure ways too. So when we're open to receiving you may find that you're actually receiving from the universe in less obvious ways. So think of things like surprise discounts or finding a $5 note on the ground or receiving something for free. These are all examples of the universe giving to us as well. Like it doesn't need to be a literal gift that's being given to you. Like it might be something as simple as finding a $2 coin on the ground and being like, sweet, thanks universe. So we can't take this stuff for granted either. Like when it comes to feeling into the energy of gratitude, we want to be grateful at every opportunity. So an example, maybe you go to use a vending machine and it gives you your drink without taking payment. Like I feel like sometimes vending machines can kind of lapse and have little things like that. Where like, I don't know, maybe I feel like I've heard of stories as well where people will just go up to a vending machine and like press a button and there just happens to have been a coin left in there from like the last person and they get like a free drink out of it, like that kind of stuff. 
Or another example, maybe you're at the shops and the grocery store is giving away like bouquets of flowers that they were going to be throwing out for free and the lady there offers for you to take one. That's a very specific example, but that actually happened to my mum once and it made her day. (laughs) Um, So these are amazing opportunities to also receive and be grateful. So to really step into that energy of receiving. Another one that happened to my best friend and her husband recently, um, again, my housemates, I live with them. So they went out for breakfast at like a local kind of like pub restaurant style thing near our house. And this particular restaurant also has like a donut bar kind of deal. (laughs) So they went out for breakfast and while they were having breakfast there, this restaurant started just giving away all of their donuts for free because apparently they have to throw them out once it hits like a certain time of day. Like I think they only sell the donuts in the morning when they're selling coffee. Um, So yeah, it hit like maybe 11am or something and they were just like, hey, do you guys want free donuts? Again, a surprise gift and an opportunity to receive with gratitude. And on that note, before I wrap things up, the things that we receive also don't need to be of monetary value either. You might be receiving in the form of help from somebody. Maybe somebody offers to clean for you or maybe your partner offers to give you a massage. Compliments are another one too. So are you able to receive compliments when they're given to you? A lot of people, they will receive a compliment and they'll kind of um, fight it. Like, someone will be like, oh, like, um, you look really lovely today. Like, I love your hair today. And they'll not necessarily fight it, but they'll be kind of like, oh, like, no, nah, my hair's, like, really oily today. Or, like, no, nah, I just rolled out of bed. Like, no, I look gross. And again, I'm guilty of this too. I feel like we all kind of do this at times. But this is another example of um, resisting receiving. So instead of just accepting the compliment and being like thank you so much we're kind of resisting and fighting it and that's very much so rooted in again worthiness and deservingness like we might feel like we are not deserving of that compliment in that moment so we try to um, rebuttal it or we might feel like it's impolite for us to just accept that compliment without kind of arguing it. So ask yourself, like, are you able to receive compliments when they're given to you? If somebody compliments you, do you simply receive the compliment and thank the person? Or do you try to rebuttal the compliment? These are also another opportunity for us to get comfortable with receiving. So that's all I really have to say today. I thought this episode was going to be really short, but I feel like it's been a little bit longer than I thought it was. Um, But that's fine. It's all good. I hope that you have gotten some useful um, information and ideas out of this episode. I hope that it's kind of shifted some views for you. And I hope more than anything that going forward, you will be stepping into the energy of receiving more. Receiving with gratitude and feeling worthy of the receiving. Man, my office chair is so squeaky. I think I'm... literally like the squeakiest thing ever (laughs) I think I might be due for a new office chair soon um but yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode again I really hope it's helped in some way I really hope you've enjoyed it if you did enjoy it I would love so much if you were able to leave a review and if you're enjoying the episodes in general leave a review Um, You can subscribe to the podcast and then you'll get notified when new episodes are up. And I've been uploading pretty sporadically, so the notifications will be helpful. I don't really have a consistent, like, episode schedule. (laughs) 
Um, I just kind of record when I feel like it and when I have things floating around in my head that I want to talk about. So if you want to be notified when episodes are released, you can subscribe on Apple or Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on. And yeah, I hope everyone has a really beautiful day or night, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Thank you again so much for joining me and I look forward to chatting more with you guys next time.